0: Welcome to The Kate Show, a weekly marketing podcast for interior designers and home stagers. Hosted by author, entrepreneur, and marketing consultant, Kate the Socialite. Each week you'll learn helpful tips on how to make social media easier, how to grow your mailing list, and how to simplify every area of marketing and advertising your business. With her blunt, no-fluff approach, Kate stands up for business owners who want real results in their marketing but have limited time or resources. And now, please welcome your host, Kate the Socialite.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. Before I dive into our topic, I just want to say thank you guys so much for subscribing to this podcast, for sending me the emails, for tagging me on social media, all in support of what I'm doing here with The Kate Show, with this podcast. That being said, I have gotten quite a few topic requests, which is awesome, so please guys keep them coming because that does guide what I make each new episode about. I want to make sure that the content I'm putting out there for you is relevant and that it Resonates for you and for the problems that you're facing with marketing your home furnishings business today. So, right now, I'm going to talk about two phrases you're using that are crippling your interior design or your home staging business. Now, I know you guys use these phrases. I know it because I see it. I see it on social media, I see it on your websites, and I see it in the printed marketing materials that you guys send me for review. So I want you guys to know this is my no fluff approach that you heard about in the intro to this episode. And I do use a lot of tough love because I don't think that you or I are going to benefit from me beating around the bush. So here it is. One phrase that's really crippling your design business is when you say you design a room based on your client's lifestyle. Like what? Hold up. How can that be wrong? That is what you do, right? Well, of course that is what you do, but that's what every other designer does as well. So it's crippling your business in a few ways. The first way it cripples your business is you're sounding like everyone else. The second way it cripples your business is a little bit more complicated. You see, when you say to a client or you put on your website for a future client to read that you design a room for them or you stage a listing for them based on their lifestyle, You're immediately putting pressure on your client to tell you what they want and what they need. But as we all know, clients rarely know what they want and they definitely don't know what they need. That's your job. And I totally get that. So I'm not saying you guys are doing anything wrong. What I'm saying is the phrases that you're using are putting too much pressure on the client and instead they need to be putting the light on you and the pressure on you because you're the one who's doing all the work here. They're just paying for it. So since you do uncover what your clients need and you figure out how to translate that into their own space, you need to explain your process for doing that. So instead of saying, my designs are based on your lifestyle, you just take that phrase completely out of the picture. And this applies especially to your website. You need to create a process page that explains what you do, breaking it down step-by-step. Now I design a lot of websites for people in the home industry, and I always include a step-by-step process page or a quote unquote, how we work page on each website because your clients don't actually know what you do. They understand the end result you'll give them, but they don't know how you get there. And if you can explain how you get there, not only does it put your client at ease, but it also makes you look really professional because hey, that's exactly what you are. So the next time you feel tempted to say, well, I design a room based on your needs or your lifestyle, instead stop and say, you know what? I want to work with you on this. I understand that you have needs that you may not even know about yet. And my job is to play detective and uncover them and then translate your space from one that is lacking in what you need to one that totally fulfills not only your needs, but also your expectations. It's all about just being a real person. Be a real person to the people that you want to serve. Whether you're a home stager who's working with real estate agents or an interior designer who's working with residential or commercial projects. Just be a real person and speak to people in a way that you would want to be spoken to. So for example, I specialize in marketing for designers and stagers. So what if I said, I design a plan based around your needs as a business. Well, how does that make you feel? I get a lot of emails from you guys and you'll tell me, you don't even know exactly what marketing needs you have, you just know that you need help. And I can guarantee that a lot of your clients feel the same way. They know they need a designer or a stager, but do they know why? Do they know in what ways they need you? Likely not. So instead, put the focus on what you can offer them and take the burden off of them as far as figuring out what they need. Because, you know, there are days we just don't know what we need. In fact, I've got a story about an interior designer who contacted me over 2017, and I'm not gonna use her name or anything, so no worries, but she contacted me and she said, you know, I feel like I need a lot of marketing help, and I think that I need to be on Facebook, Instagram, Google+, Pinterest, and I also need to start a blog and I need to send a newsletter. And she was feeling so overwhelmed because she said, I know that I won't be able to afford all of these services. And I don't know if it's all going to help my bottom line anyway, but I feel like if I don't do all of these things, then my business will suffer for it and I'll end up failing and it will be all my fault. And immediately... I just, I felt so bad because I've been there. And it can be easy to think as a client that you need all the things in order to be successful. So if you translate that to your clientele, let's say you're working with a professional and she's saying, okay, so I work all day and I also entertain and I feel like I need this, this, and this, but I'm also trying to work with this type of budget because I actually have two homes and she goes into explaining everything that she thinks she needs and she ends up revealing to you that they're not at all what she wants. Well that's a problem and like I told my client and like I'm sure you tell yours is no 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 you don't need all the things let me just take a look at what you've got so far and you tell me what your end goal is, and then I'll figure out the bits and pieces in between. And by the way, the client that contacted me saying that she needed like every social media platform known to man, plus a blog and a newsletter, well guess what? She walked away a lot happier because I told her, you know, you only need to be good at one social media platform at a time. If you want to be good at two, that's great, but one is enough. And Aside from sending a monthly email newsletter, you don't need to do anything else. Be good at Facebook or Instagram, not both, and send a monthly newsletter. That's all you need to do. And she walked away with relief because she realized she didn't have to spend hundreds to thousands of dollars a month on all these different marketing platforms. She also realized that she was so close to doing exactly what her business needed already that that gave her a lot of confidence. So I want you guys to instill the same confidence and give peace to your clients by not putting pressure on them and having them tell you in some way shape or form what they need because they don't okay so the other topic that i need to address is the second phrase that you're using that is definitely hurting your business and that is offering free consultations some of you offer half hour long consultations and they're like on the phone and it seems like a very minimal time commitment and you don't have to drive anywhere. So you see it maybe as no loss to you. But here's the thing. We're going to start talking about valuing versus devaluing and the perceived value of your business. Now, I'm not a business coach, so I'm not going to talk to you about this from a financial standpoint, but I am going to talk to you about the damage that offering free consultations will do to your business from a marketing standpoint. So if you put out something for free, you're going to attract exactly what you want to by doing that. You're going to be attracting people who like things for free. And the problem is when you attract potential clients who really like free things, you're likely going to have a very difficult time getting those clients to ever pay you or invest a significant amount in you for your services. And that is a recipe for major headache, late invoices, way overdue invoices, and just a lot of frustration. So we want to nip this problem in the bud. So if you are offering free consults right now and you're finding that it's difficult for these people to actually hire you, Like, you know, you'll do a free consult and then nothing will come of it. That's why. Because you're attracting the wrong type of person because you're using the wrong type of bait. Now, I've talked to a lot of interior designers about this in my Facebook group, Marketing for Home Pros, by the way. You can search for it on Facebook. And I was asking them, do you offer free consults or have you in the past? And what's your opinion of it? And overwhelmingly, oh my gosh, that thing just blew up. So many designers and stagers commented saying that they certainly do not offer free consults because they know it devalues their business. And a few commented with a lot of transparency and they said, you know, I used to offer free consults, but then those people would never end up hiring me. Or if they did, it would be for such a small project that it was honestly a waste of my time. I have some people who commented and said they do offer free consults. And that they do that when business is getting a little bit tight and they just really need to get more customers. Now, there are definitely a few issues with that because if business is already tight for you, how is it going to help if you then attract people who don't want to pay you? It's going to make you uh, need more clients in order to meet your monthly budgets. And it's going to put a focus on the quantity of the people you serve rather than the quality, which is going to drive everything down. So... You were at a point where you were serving fewer people at a higher level but now you're serving or trying to serve more people at a lower level because you're attracting lower quality clients because you're offering free consultations now let me just be clear here there is a difference between a discovery call and a free consultation a discovery call can be anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes and during that time all you're doing is directing the conversation The client is not directing the conversation and you are asking questions like, what is your deadline? What is your budget? What is your location? And basic things like that because before you get too deeply involved, you want to make sure they can actually afford your services. Now a free consultation is different. Your client will, your future client I should say, will start asking you, well, do you think I should do this or do you think I should do that? Should I remodel or should I redecorate? Anytime they are asking you a question that involves you digging into your design or staging knowledge, you need to pause because they are getting your information for free, which then devalues your service entirely. Because if they can get the milk for free, why on earth would they buy the cow? I know that's an old adage, but it makes so much sense. You don't want them to walk away with a free glass of milk. You want them to buy the whole darn cow. Okay, guys, I guess it's pretty obvious. I'm a Wisconsin girl, so that's just how we talk out here. But it just gives us a good mental image of exactly what we're doing when we offer a free consult. You don't want to be labeled as the affordable interior designer. You don't want to be labeled as the cheap home stager. You want to be labeled, and you get to decide what you're labeled as, by the way, you want to be labeled as the man or the woman who gets it done, who always delivers at a high level. And you can't do that if you're giving away your knowledge for free. Now, at this point, I do have people say to me, hold up, Kate, you give away a lot of things for free. Your podcast is obviously free. Your blog posts are free. You've got a free course out there. You've got all this stuff you're just giving away. How is that any different from me offering a free consult because you're just giving away your knowledge? And to that, I will say this. If you're giving away your knowledge strategically, then it's completely okay. Because when I put out another podcast episode like this one, I always have what's called a call to action at the end, which means that a lot of you guys, time and time again, opt into my mailing list, which basically is my sales funnel. I'm not going to lie to you guys, okay? That is my sales funnel. You can choose to join it or not join it. It makes no difference. It's just... I have a strategic way of putting out free content, and you can do the same.
0: Do you struggle with social media or email marketing? Socialite can help with email newsletters and social media posts that you can customize and use in minutes. Marketing your design or home staging firm has never been easier, faster, or more affordable. Visit katethesocialite.com to access free and premium marketing help for your business today.
1: Instead of offering free consults, why don't you offer something of value that you don't have to manually provide or perform each time, such as a one or two page PDF that's nicely designed that describes more about your business, about the services you offer, about how you help your ideal client. Or it can talk about color or room design, rug placement, the rug size for certain rooms. Whatever it is that you would like to be known for, specialize in, or you know would really help your ideal client, that is what you should be offering for free. And the beauty of offering something like a free download is that, as I said, you do not have to be performing that every time someone wants it. It's just easily duplicated and it's automated so that you aren't losing time out of your day because time really is money. Now, the whole point of offering something for free is to get someone into your sales funnel, in your case, into your mailing list, which is why offering a free consult not only wastes your time, but it also doesn't accomplish the purpose of getting them into your mailing list. So we just need to nix that all together. Because a free consult is really going to be a disservice to you, but also to your client as well. Whenever you're doing something for free, and let's be honest, you work better when you're being paid and your client receives more when they pay you. So that you don't lose time or money, stick to offering something that can be instantly downloaded if you feel like you need to offer something for free. But if you do wanna have what is called a discovery phone call, that is completely okay. You just have to make sure that phone call doesn't turn into people asking you for free design advice. If they start to head down that road, you need to say, you know what? Let's set up an official consultation. My consultation rate is XYZ and what day will work for you this then puts your potential client in the position of realizing that you've done this before not only that but your time and your knowledge are worth their investment and if at this point they decide not to move forward with hiring you you can be assured they're just not your client you don't want to be squeezing money squeezing little pennies and dollars out of these potential clients You want someone who will willingly invest in you and your services. So when you're having a 15 minute phone call, make sure you ask them about their project type, location, their deadline and budget. Ask them about their expectations. You know, what do they expect you to do or not to do? And most importantly, ask them if they've had any past experiences with designers or stagers, whichever service you're offering and ask them if they have had a bad experience because if they've had a bad experience with someone just like you in the past, you need to be careful. Now, I'm just gonna take a note from my own book here. Whenever I meet a potential new client, I send them out a form that they have to complete, and one of the questions is, have you worked with a marketing company before? And if they answer yes, the next question is, how would you rate that experience? So I asked them to give it a one to five star rating. And I have found that nine times out of 10, when a potential client says they have had a negative experience with a marketing company in the past, I find that our relationship doesn't go well at all and they're not a client for very long. It doesn't always mean that every client who's had a bad experience will then bring you a bad experience as well. But I have noticed this weird little quirk in humanity that indicates if someone had a bad experience with someone like you in the past, maybe the issue wasn't with the person they were working with, but maybe the issue issues with them. And that's when you need to just be on your guard because they might cause a few problems for you. So it's up to you if you want to pursue that relationship, that working relationship with someone who's had a bad experience. And you should be extra, extra cautious if they start bad the designer or stager they had worked with in the past, because to be quite honest, in a few months, you're the one they'll be bad even if you don't do anything wrong. It's just how human nature works. So you need to be careful because this is marketing, but it's also business growth all lumped together. And you have to make sure that not only are you attracting the right clients to begin with, but that you're also properly filtering out the good and the bad apples. Now the last thing I want to address is something that I only briefly mentioned earlier and that is the fact that some people in the design and staging industries, much like myself in the early stages of my business, start to panic and we think that if we don't offer a free consultation, we're not going to get those very first clients that mean so much to our bottom line. And I can speak from personal experience when I say, if business were to ever slow down, that's when we really start thinking, okay, how much can I do without? Can I do this for free? And is that going to be a good thing? And I guess I should just do it because I'm desperate. But here's the thing, potential clients can smell desperation a mile away. And that's when you'll be attracting not only the clients who want something for free and will take as much as they can from you, but you'll also be attracting the clients that really don't value your services at all. They'll sense your desperation and they'll also start pushing you around whether it's emotionally, mentally, or being very demanding of your time by calling or texting or emailing you at all hours of the day. That will only add to your desperation and it will likely make you pretty depressed, which will show through in your marketing. So it's very important that you make sure your vibe is attracting the right tribe. If business is slow and you don't want to devalue your services by offering free consultations, here are a few things that you can do. So the first thing would be to partner up with an organization that serves the same people you do but in a different way. So if you are a home stager, partner with a real estate agency and offer some training seminars for real estate agents so they can learn more about staging it doesn't mean they're suddenly going to stage all of their own listings. In fact, it will actually just prove to them how they really need to hire a professional home stager because getting them to do it themselves is a lot to ask because what you do is a lot of work. So while you would be giving that educational seminar for free, what you're also doing is establishing yourself as a professional, as a tastemaker, and you're also demonstrating how much you actually know. It's a ton of free publicity for you, so in that sense, you're not giving away anything for free because what you're gaining from it is so incredibly valuable. Another thing you can do is reach out to other people in your industry who are overwhelmed with work and offer to help them. Because I don't know about you guys, but I firmly believe in the philosophy community over competition. So if you have a colleague who is just flooded with work, just be humble and say, you know what, I have time in my schedule right now. Do you need a hand? I'd be happy to help that gets you in front of more customers and more potential customers. Now it doesn't mean that you should go in there with the intention of stealing business from anyone because that is never a good idea and I would never condone that. But what I'm saying is you never know how far your reach will expand if you just start partnering up with the right people, especially if the colleague that you're helping out is as generous as you are, because they're gonna be like, you know what, actually, can I just start referring some business to you because I'm really overwhelmed right now. And yes, guys, this really does happen. I've been on both sides of this. I have been at points early on in my business where I was like, oh no, I need more business. What can I do? And I resorted to things like this and I realized it it shouldn't have been a last resort because it actually was extremely helpful. And I've found the other side of it too now where I'm referring business to my colleagues left and right. because. I trust them, I know they deliver high quality results, and I can't do it all myself because then my quality would go down and that would just not be right. So look for opportunities to partner with people in your industry, whether they do exactly what you do or whether they just serve the same people but in a different way. So that is all I have for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to head over to katethesocialite.com for past episodes of this podcast, for the show notes, and to get in touch with me. Until next time, keep your marketing simple and your message clear.